Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. As always, coming to you from the Preferred Health Solutions online studio. We are brought to you by Dallas Sports Nation and Waltons. Waltons, everything but the meat. And, of course, part of the Fans First Sports Network. We appreciate all of those who decide to put their name in front of this turd show. I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X-rated Twitter thing. And I am Tyler Nielsen. You can find me at TPN 1983 on the porn site, whatever you want to call it. I think that's what we've been just been going with. And we have a special guest, uh, just happens to be a brother or somebody. We got a lot of relatives and best friends that we've started getting on here. And somehow Mac Nielsen slid in and decided he wanted to hop on. And we allowed him to. <laughs> so, Mac, uh, Mac Nielsen, that's Tyler's brother. Mac, how you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. And you guys? Good, good. Hey, I got good. My, my World Series hat in today. Did you get it? Yes. Heck so my, yeah, dude. It's up there by Parker's Parker Brittles. Uh, the Angels one I gave you. Yeah, the the sign Parker. The Brittles sign one. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Reiser, and uh, that's their cousin. Parker Bridwell is is Tyler and Max's cousin. It is. And from Hartford, he pitched for the Angels for a little uh, a little bit of a time in the majors. And so yeah, I'm, I ordered that one. 
I left all the stickers on that one, and it's up there by, by Parker and with Elvis and Fergie and all them. And I'm going to order another one to wear. So There you go. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, I'm disappointed in you two. If I had a World Series Texas Rangers hat, it had sweat stains and grease. <laughs> already. <laughs> already. <laughs> no, bro. I'll be hey, wearing that stu- sucker with pride out everywhere. Hey, hey, at least we have one. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That <laughs> yeah, is very true. <laughs> 52 years, CJ, 52 years. Yeah. 52 years, my dad said he's been waiting 50, so I got him a hat too. I got, hey, it I may be 52 years, but that hat is brand new. That hat so, is brand it is, new. Yeah. It is brand new. That is true. But no, yo, I'm, I am, I am ordering another one that I will be wearing around. So Tyler, I think he's he's aiming to do the same thing. And last time we talked, anyway. I am. Uh, I am. All right. Well, uh, we do have some Rangers news before we get into to Max Texas Rangers fandom. The Rule Five Draft. Uh, is coming up. That's going to be the next thing to eyeball. And it is, um, well, it's going to be interesting because uh, the Rangers decided to place relievers Mark Church, Jose Corneal, and Antoine Kelly, as well as infielder Justin Foscue on the 40-man and protected them. However, a couple of big names are Rule 5 eligible now, such as Blaine Krim, friend of the show, uh, Davis Wenzel, a second-round pick in the same draft as Josh Young back in 2019, uh, starting pitching prospect Dane Acker, and numerous relievers, including Justin Slayton, and I'm going to try this one, Anthony Hupui Tuonoa yeah, I was trying to read the name too earlier. I tried. Today, and I, was like, I, did did, I said, I'm, I'm good. Just you did good. You didn't. You I'm, did I'm, good. I'm, I'm going to apologize to his mama right now. But I'm sure that I'm sure she's listening uh, or would listen. Uh, sorry for butchering that name, but hey, gave it a shot. I ain't scared. So big names, obviously, Fosu, main remaining Mark Church, remaining Antoine Kelly, uh, a relief help possibly. That's there's some. Uh, those those are three guys that are might be you might see you will probably see uh, Mark Church and Jose Cornell in the big leagues next year and would I wouldn't be surprised if Antoine Kelly's up either. The big one though, Justin Foscue, he's blocked uh, as as me and Tyler talked off the air about prior to coming on. Uh, Justin Foscue is obviously blocked all around the infield for uh, well the rest of time it feels like because uh everybody's well he is and that's a good young. point cj i mean but it's another thing with like you know i don't think david you know wenzel i don't think he's going to get picked up by any i mean because i don't see him being a i mean he's not gonna be on a roster for the whole year you have to be on the roster for the whole year Correct. and the one that scares me is boy is crim i mean that's crim. i do not know why they did not put him on the 40 um We'll have to listen to some interviews. You know, I'm sure CY will come out later this week or at some point and kind of discuss it. Their strategy coming into this Rule Five coming up because their deadline was set yesterday, and I know they were looking for bullpen, you know, help and stuff coming into the off season. But and that, that might be a big reason why. But Crim's the only one that I don't like about the whole situation. Um, I think I do actually see a major league roster team picking him up. That's the one that I think it, that has the possibility. I mean, Blaine's done very well at each level, each level of the minors. And for the past, oh gosh, I got to go back to 2015. I've been getting daily emails on every single, and this is thanks to uh, Jamie Newberg who of the Newberg Report and Scott right. Lucas for all the hard work that they do. Uh, but I've been getting daily emails on each and every uh, – minor league team in the Rangers uh, organization for, for years and years. And uh, I've been watching Blaine Krim's name, just go just ease right up throughout the organization. And he was doing well at AAA as well. Uh, obviously a little, a few growing pains to eat on the way up, but then he's always able to overcome, figure it out, figure out that level and then move up to the next one. And so it's just, it's, it's at a point to, to be honest, where, Hey, it's it's time for Blaine Krim to be on a, be on somebody's big league roster. And, well, you look at it. I mean, and that's, he's another one. Well, he's another one, Tyler. Like Foskey, he's blocked. 
uh, exactly third baseman, first baseman, and uh, he'd have to play maybe some corner outfield. Foskey may may have to play learn to play some corner outfield. Foskey actually did play or did work out a little bit in the outfield last season. However, uh, his best his best position is up the middle uh, or at third base. Right, and but like you said, it's all blocked. Third first, yeah. So we got Low, Simeon, Seager, and uh, Josh Young for. Forever. Like you and Ben said, we got to quit losing players that we have their numbers. <laughs> yeah, we had Blaine's not Blaine's one of them. Uh, yeah, you know. it's just like we get all these players, but because Mason Engler wasn't he a, a rule five? Mason Engler was rule five last year and with yeah. the Tigers and stuck with the Tigers. We had him on uh, the last episode. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, Mason, that was a lot Mason's of fun. Mason's a good kid. Yeah, I had his number and there he goes and had Cole, uh, Cole Reagan's number and then he goes for. Uh, I miss Cole, dude. I miss Cole. <laughs> Yes, uh, I think we all do. After the uh, the, the almost heart attacks ever that Aroldis Chapman damn near gave us <laughs> every single one of us in the playoffs, but yeah, those are those. Blaine Crim's the one I could see somebody taking a flyer on. I think you're right on Wenzel. I don't think uh, while he is it, he's been at AAA a couple of years. He's he hasn't hit quite like we've wanted him to. You know, expected him to. I guess you could say. Good old so, Baylor Bear. He is a Baylor Bear, so uh, it, that'll be interesting to see. Now, the Rule 5 draft, it, it's a ways off, uh, so unfortunately, we got to wait. we got to wait. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of things there. that transpire the, in between then, so we'll, we'll, we'll go there. I'm well, going to shift gears a little bit. I want to go to my brother, uh, Macker. Let's, let's talk about your uh, days growing up, you being uh, you know, a five-tool athlete in baseball and having all these recruits looking at you. Uh, what made you give up the sport? Um, you know, with all your ability and stuff and people looking at you and knowing what a stud you were. Man, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, back in my day, I mean, my my career started off really promising. You know, when that when that ball was on a tee, I was nails, man. <laughs> all I had to do is get when I had to get on base, that's all the coaches wanted me to do is get on base. Well, you know, people started throwing at me, and I'm just like, I this is not my deal, you know, and coaches like, all right, all we needed you to do, son, is bunt. Just bunt. Get on base. Well, the problem is, is coaches are coaches at that level, and they didn't realize that the dudes behind me in the rotation were worse than I was. So if I got on base, I was getting out anyway. Second, and then they were going to strike out. So, you know, that's my career in a nutshell. Let's talk about let's talk about me going to watch you as a kid and uh by any means. I was not a baseball player. Let, let me talk to you a little bit about me as a kid watching you play and you uh sitting in center field and uh Indian style picking uh daisies. Yeah, so that's that's where you come in with the five tool player, man. I had the hose, <laughs> the rake, I had it all, man. I was you had it all, man. Out of the end, that, dude. If the Rangers ever need a, a greenskeeper, a grounds crew, yeah, uh, a grounds crew, yeah. I can, I yeah. can take care of Dandy Lions. We got Mac Nilsson's email and phone number. Heck yeah, Mac Nilsson, grounds crew. Let me on a serious question. Let me ask you a few more things, Bubba. When we were uh, younger, let's talk about some of your favorite players um, that we always had the jerseys or the players that you watched growing up, you know, in our days and CJ can relate to. Um, let's go through a little bit of that. My, my man, my man. And, you know, when I really quit watching MLB and, it, you know, when I quit watching the game of baseball is when Quint King Griffey Jr. just – gave it up. That was my, that was my role model when I was young. He was natural. He was, you know, and then we, you know, you, we, Ken went through the era of the PEDs and, you know, the Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire's, Ryan Palmeros of the world. And it killed me to see these guys hitting 70 plus homers a year. And Ken Griffey was falling hit him. He did it naturally. He did it the right way. What really killed the sport for me is because people didn't do it with the Alexa, integrity shut up. of what sports should have been. Sorry. You know, and that's that's that killed me because that was my role model and I seen everybody else hitting their pinnacles way beyond their primes. And Ken Griffey was just and so oh, he was he was having injury after injury after he injury was, after but injury. fall time hits everybody if you're doing it the right way. Right. 
Right. And I, and, and I, and I agree to this day. I just, that, that kills me with sports. I see it. I still see it in sports. I'm not going to really get into a whole lot more than that, but there's still in the NBA is one of them. I mean, I'm not going to put names out there unless y'all want to go into that, but I'm not, but it, so it happens. It, that, it's still, it's still happening today. Yeah, it is. And that's unfortunate. And it did like you, Mac, it drove a lot of people away from the game. It really did. And that's what with after the strike of 1994, which drove a lot of fans away, MLB turned a blind eye to all the steroid. They didn't test for it. I know. So they turned a blind eye and the home runs were put bringing the crowds back. They were. And and they just kind of let it go. That's my opinion. Uh, I do not know that for a fact, but that is my opinion that they just let it go and go and go. And then finally, when Jose Canseco decides he's, he's out of money and decides to write a book. Uh, Alfred could put everybody, everybody under the bus. Yep, he threw them all under the bus. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, he he opened up lights for everybody, and it, it, good for him. I mean, seriously. I mean, if he did it for that reason, that shame on him. But good for him to open up those, open up people's eyes to the to that. Yeah, there's a lot of names that were mentioned in there. Juan Gonzalez and Pudge Rodriguez are a couple of them. And then you had Rafael Palmero. Rafael Palmero. Then you have A-Rod as the Ranger. Of course, that's late. That's after a little bit after the book was released. And then and, and Conseco was just talking about everybody, about he and Mark McGuire. And uh, and then I mean just everybody was linked in there. Brady Anderson goes and hits, you know, from hitting 10 to 15 home runs a year. They're hitting 50. League hitting 50. Yeah, yeah exactly. From the leadoff I mean, spot, you know. It was obvious. It was obvious something was going on. It, it, that, and that's coming from a guy that didn't really watch baseball. It was interesting. You know, we were all watching baseball when Kinseco and Sosa or um, McGuire. McGuire and Sosa were hitting freaking 70 plus homers a year. Yeah, everybody was watching that because it was that's all ESPN wanted to show. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. They were cutting into football games. <laughs> yeah, and I think it sucks though too, CJ and Mac. I think another thing that sucks really bad because one of the greatest players I ever that I've ever watched, you know, other than Karen Griffey, like my brother said, is uh, Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds was a stud, and he'll never get into the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. But you know what? You look at him as a player, what he did, regardless of the steroids. This is the way I look at the steroid era. Yes, you're going to hit a, bar, a ball farther. Don't get me wrong. You're going to be stronger, but you still got to hit the damn ball. Having the hand-eye coordination. You got to have the hand-eye coordination. You still got to hit a baseball that's coming at you at 98, 100 miles an hour. I get that. I get that. But still, man, when you make contact with the ball and you're you're jacked up, it's it's a different game, man. It is. It is. Well, and, and even then, Sammy those Sosa guys, got busted with a quarter. Everybody in the MLB can hit a baseball. Everybody can. I mean, yeah. we we just went through that. We watched the – Astros and a Rangers work, uh, um, LCS finals, man. I mean, it's just, it's those guys can hit, they get to pay a lot of money to hit that baseball and they're good at it. Yeah. You damn right. They are. Well, you had two of the top teams doing it in that series, but yes, they, you're right. Well, I mean, you look at what 30 teams in the MLB there. I mean, Every person pretty much on the roster can hit the baseball, except for Austin yeah. Hedges. Yeah, yeah, except, for Austin Hedges. Say, except for Austin Hedges. He's, except for Austin Hedges. He flat out said he's had a, he's been in a slump his entire career, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the dude can catch, and we we've we've been at that one ad nauseum. So what? Hey, Mac, we talked to you a lot this year, uh, especially in, during the playoffs. Uh, what was this run like to you? Because you were as glued as as we were. I really was, you know, and I'm not a baseball fan at all, but man, if the Rangers there, I mean, you have to go back to when I was a kid. So our highlight of our Rangers games, we would go to double headers to watch Nolan Ryan pitch. And the highlight of those games was the beach boys playing between the double headers. I mean, they were bad. (laughs) Really, really bad. I mean, that's, I mean, they were just garbage for so long and, you know, what years were it when they went to the back-to-back World Series and just barely? I mean, 2011, 2011 and 2000 or 10, 2000, 10 was it? 11. Yeah, 10 and 11. Yeah, 10 and 11. So I remember watching those and just being heartbroken. And I wasn't even, I mean, like, I'm a Rangers fan, but I'm not a Rangers fan like you guys. I mean, I'm not an avid watcher of the Rangers. But I guarantee you when they're going to the playoffs – 
something's going right for them and they pulled it out. You know, that Astros series, man, I watched every, I watched everything from the Astros series on through the world series. And you know what? The world series was a disappointment compared to that Astros series. It really, it really was. Well, brother, I just was like, that was an annihilation of a better team. It just, they were better. And, you know, the underdog is always a scary deal because, you know, I'm not a baseball watcher of anything, but I remember looking when I was watching the Astros series, I was watching all the batting averages through the Astros lineup. And you could tell their front end, front end of their lineup was, Pretty solid, but as it went down that lineup, it started d- dipping. You watch those Astros or what looked the at Rangers. the Rangers? Rangers. Yeah. They were one, solid all the way from top to bottom. One, one through nine. That yeah. win, I believe. That's me. They were patient at the plate and they hit what they believed that they saw coming and it, 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 it propelled them to a World Series win. Great Seven, point, Macker. I mean, that's Seven, eight, eight, watching the game. That's a great point. And as I, I, as I know, you listen to the podcast, and I told Ben and CJ uh, coming into the ALCS, I said, mark it down right now. Whoever wins this series between the Astros and the Rangers will go on to win the World Series. I put it out there right then. Yeah, Tyler and, Tyler and I compared it to the early 90s when it was whoever won between the 49ers and Cowboys. Cowboys, the right. Win the oh, Super Bowl. yeah. And that's, that's exactly what we felt it was, and that's exactly really what it was. I mean – I don't know. You know, I was – during that Rangers-Astro series, I was watching a few of the Diamondback and Philly, Philly series just because I'm like, okay, if the Rangers pull this out – and this is where I'm at because I'm not a Rangers fan, but I'm like, dude, if they make it, who are they going to play? You know, so I'm watching that game going, okay – Philadelphia scared the shit out of me. Yeah, we were they were pulling for Arizona because yes. they were they were sl- but for whatever reason Arizona came through and won that series and they just didn't match up well against Rangers I guess. I don't I mean I don't know but that that small ball didn't work against the Rangers. No, they kind of spilled their bucket against the Phillies. They really did. And and I guarantee, you know, they people are talking about how it was the worst wash World Series and blah blah blah. I guarantee if the Phillies and Rangers were in that series, it's not going four game. It's not just going four. It's going to go at least six, and it's going to be a whole lot more people watching because that's those are two high powered offenses, and you would just watch two high powered offenses face off in the AL. Uh, with the Astros, like you mentioned, and the Rangers, it was a back and forth, uh, just two of the best teams and two of the best offenses just going at it. And luckily, right. But CJ, let's also be let's also be honest. I mean, not because we won the World Series, but the way we were playing at that time in the postseason, leading up to this World Series championship, I don't think we were going to lose it. Either we way. weren't going to lose it. It didn't matter if we were playing the Phillies. In my mm-hmm. this was my personal opinion. We weren't going to lose the World Series. We weren't going to. I mean. We won every single game on the road. Mm-hmm. That's, that's um, crazy. That is, yeah, we won every, all 11 games on the road. We didn't lose down, one game. We're down three to two, had to go into Houston to win twice just to get to the series. Exactly. It, it, just that. And it, it yeah, that, I mean, going into the World Series with that kind of momentum, I don't think whatever the Phillies, because the Phillies were actually losing momentum by letting that D-backs hang on as long as they did. Right. So, and they ended up losing all the momentum and not making it at all. And do you also remember me saying on the podcast, the previous podcast we've done, I said, once the once I saw Atlanta, once they were eliminated and the Dodgers, I was like, okay, this is our now we got a shot. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, of course, Atlanta, look at the regular season they had. They were unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that's all you heard about. They were the talk of the MLB. And once they got eliminated and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. We've got a shot. We can do this. And then it's like right whenever we lost, you know, the only game I went to in the World Series game two. <laughs> Boo. I know. Hey, I told him, I told him he's a, Tyler's allowed to go back. Tyler's allowed to go back. He's still that was, a second that chance. That was a slacking. I was like, Corey's Boo. not allowed to go back. Corey's yeah, not allowed to go back. Corey's, Corey's a walking L, man. Yeah, he's not allowed hey, to go back. Me and Tyler are too, man. We watched a lot, a lot of Rangers games back in the past. <laughs> lose, man. We really that wasn't played. because we were at the game, bro. That was because the Rangers absolutely sucked. Rage of the Earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. <laughs> well, they did, but... <laughs> Let's be honest. But, uh, no, it's... It, you know, Tyler getting to go to Game 2, and, I mean, he came back. I mean, he hooked me and Ben up, and we appreciated that very much. You're welcome, man. And I've got some gear. I've got some stuff for my brother, too, and I'm going to yeah. give it to him this weekend. But, yeah. That, was, that experience, even though it was a loss, What I mean, the experience was worth it, even oh, though yeah, it was a nil. You can't describe it. Like I said, it's easier to sit here and talk about it and until you actually get to experience something like that. And it'll probably be, you know, might be the last time I'll ever get to do that in my entire lifetime. But you know what? I can actually say I went to the World Series the year they won their first World Series. And, yeah, it's just a whole different environment. And that was my first time getting to see the new stadium. And it was fun. It was fun. I know it was a quick turnaround. It was short and sweet, but I was ready to get back home, though. I was tired. What other what other sporting event, Tyler, have you gone to that is compares to kind of that World Series? Like, because I know you were college, and Cowboys so there's some game. big games back then. But I mean, just like I've been to some big college football games and NFL games. Shoot, the Denver Broncos Cowboys game. You remember we went to that was a oh yeah, the pretty good one with Manning and Romo. So I mean, I, I think the best. I think the only one I can compare it to, and I think because you and Dad and uh, Mom were there. Um, was the game that when I was going to school at Texas Tech and y'all came in and we were playing against the Longhorns? I, hear it. Oh. I know you don't, but you asked the question, so I'm going to answer it. When Michael Crabtree and Rush in the long. field, when I jumped down and I had the blow-up doll of uh, Chris Sims, yeah. and that's the only thing I can really compare to it. Um, I, can, I remember Chris Sims and all these huge linemen for Texas coming by me when I had this blow up doll of Chris Sims and I'm wearing this huge wig and I've got my uh, chest painted, you know, and I'm just running through all these players and it's kind of like a blur. And it was like, oh, trust me, I don't remember. That was not a blur. I remember that vividly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been to, I've been to the March madness. Me and Jamie went to the March madness. Um, cool event. You know, the March madness is really cool. Um, does not compare to anything with the world series. Um, the World Series by far. I've never been to a Super Bowl, which that's on my bucket list. If the Cowboys ever get back, which that's a lot of praying to do, CJ. Yeah. Hey, there I was think, a lot of praying to get that Rangers dub too. Yeah, I know there was. There but, was. But but they don't have Jerry Jones as the owner, so we're good. True that. They do, <laughs> they do not. I had to take it. And Tyler was was getting uh getting Max to tell us some some great stories, especially uh his, uh, <laughs> I guess if y'all seen Kent Murphy on, on YouTube, I have not, I have okay. not either look up Kent Murphy on YouTube and, yeah. uh, yeah, he, he, Mac, you wouldn't have enjoyed uh, his tutelage very much, especially about the bunning. But anyways, uh, well, I'll turn it back over to Tyler. Uh, cause it sounds like some memories are coming in by the way, Tyler, you're, you're out there celebrating that, that. <laughs> that tech win and and I'm over I'm serving my country. I was stationed in Guam. I remember exactly where I was. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was stationed well, in Guam and yeah, it was just why it was wild. It was crazy. There nobody was Texas or Texas Tech fans that I was was there watching the game with me and they were all going nuts. So I couldn't imagine being on the field. Yeah, I mean it was one of those experiences like Mac asked a really good question, you know, about like what does it compare to the all the events I've been to? Because I've been to a lot of sporting events in my lifetime. I've been the fortunate one to get to do that. But there's nothing that compares to going to a World Series game. Um it's just like I said, it, it's one of those things you wa- you can watch it on TV and yeah, your team's there, but to actually be there in person and to see like the crowd and you know, to yeah. see you know, it's well, like when they got the final out in Arizona in Game Five when Sports struck out uh, Marte. Wasn't it Marte struck out? Yep. Yeah, yep. and and you look at these videos now that are getting all posted. These these older men that have you know lived their whole lives without seeing the Rangers win the World Series and they're crying. You know, their my sons are recording them. Me, my dad sent me a, a little video, a little selfie, and he's just yelling. Yeah, he's just yelling. <laughs> Yep. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally happened. Yeah. 
we're World Series champions, and I'm glad, you know, because it's funny because my brother, when when this run started happening, he texted me out of the blue one day. I mean, yeah, we talk on and off, but he texted me, and he was like, talking Ooh. about the Rangers. And I was Ooh, like, I okay, I was Ooh. like, did his phone did his phone get hacked or something? Because <laughs> this is a little weird. And I was, I was like, are you watching the game? And he was like, hell yeah. I think it was the next day I was with the next game. I was with Tyler, and he goes, dude. My brother texted me last night and I mm-hmm. almost gave him like, what? It's like <laughs> Mac was texting you. What is Mac doing? Talking baseball. He don't know shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> You're right. I and, and Tyler's like, no, man, he's all into it. I'm like, man, that's great. That is freaking great. That is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. A funny thing. And you know, you know, I, I, I didn't really realize until I started watching the Rangers in the playoffs that the, um, MLB had adopted the pitch clock. Yeah. Great year. Because I think that'll bring more people into watching the sport. It speeds it up so fast. It's more like college baseball now. Right. Games aren't lasting four hours. No, there was so much better. There was one game, Nathan Yavaldi threw a complete game shutout and it lasted an hour and 57 minutes. Uh, Yep, that's correct. Did you see, CJ, I was going to say, did you see today what they did, what the MLB is trying to implement, what they're trying to put in for next year? I hope they're taking away the 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 ghost runner at second. That no, they didn't talk about anything like that. But they're trying to they're they're wanting to change the if with the runner on base from twenty seconds to eighteen seconds. With a runner on base, just cut it. Yeah, by two. correct. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't know. That's that's not going to. I mean, two seconds doesn't sound like a lot, but in baseball, but to a reliever especially, to except, a reliever yeah. is who's it going to who it's going to affect. Exactly. Because they they usually take all the damn time in the world, especially if there's runners on. Now you're cutting two seconds off of them. Absolutely, it's gonna it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like an eternity, or yeah. you're losing an eternity. Like you're just flat out getting rushed. They're gonna have to. This was the first year they got they did that. So there's a lot of guys, a lot of pitchers that are going to have to go into the offseason and actually train differently to Correct. be able to and, and hitters as well to train differently because you don't have time to sit on your haunches and rest. You got to be you got to be in condition enough to go out there 162 games a year if you're Marcus Simeon and uh, be in, you know, mentally be mentally prepared. And yeah, you, exactly you, right. It's going to take watch and the shift changing back it, this year. The next year, you're going to see a lot of different. I think a lot of different uh, play styles like the Diamondbacks. I think it's going to bring stealing back and 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 base to base baseball like like. Tyler, okay, what are you what are you like talking about? What, what are you talking about the shift coming back? With no 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 not the shift coming back. I'm saying. Or, Taking away the shift and making oh yeah it okay okay be you know where shift was the way the shift is now right okay this, I got you. this the way the shift is being forced to be you uh, instituted right now is the way it used to be like gotcha. that was that this was the shift Mac and back then you know back then this was it not like last year where they're putting eight guys on the right side yeah you know. Which I think that helped out baseball a lot. And you also look at what it did for other players. I mean, you look at Corey Seager's first year there. And when the shift was, you know, the actual old shift was there. Right. Seager, I mean, look how many freaking base hits he was robbed of. Piss rockets that yeah, Rob, I'm piss rockets coming through, and I mean, you got the guy, got you know, between right field, right field, <laughs> throws just it. waiting for it. And I'm like, this is bullshit. They didn't freaking change the freaking rule. So, so. You guys are talking about that they have rules in play and how they how a defense can shift. Yeah, you can't be on really. on that side of the bag anymore. You have to have two sides on the left side and two or two guys on the left side and two guys on the right side on your infield. You, can, you really. can have a guy up the middle, but he has to be just slightly on the the whichever side of he's the short of, side of the bag. He can't be on. You can't edge it off to the right side. You can't have you know because back in the day they used to stack it three on the right side. You would just have your Third baseman or your playing second base, like on the MLB is basically MLB is gone with every other sport and giving advantage to the offense. Well, well, I think they were they were they were hitting record lows in batting average. Yeah, flat out losing fans. And there's a lot of other things they did, brother. They they made the baseball uh, was huge though. It like yeah, the pitch clock. They made the baseball. the bases they made them bigger. They're almost look like pizza boxes now. It's gonna encourage, yeah. It's gonna encourage again the running game again. Yeah, it's, it's the stealing and all that. Correct. 
they're, they're trying to get more small ball, trying to get the, trying to get runs up. It's, it's, baseball's having to always adjust itself because you know in the in the late 90s they were hitting too many home runs obviously because why uh we just talked about it but they had to lower the mound a little bit and they were talking about softening the balls and now they're actually putting them in humidifiers before they use them and it's just there's so many little things that go into a baseball game yeah mac that's crazy, man. It's just it's way, it's way too much. Hey, and we haven't even gotten into statistics and all the endless statistics at baseball. Analytics and war. Hey, and hey, bud. Next time I see you, or we're gonna have to have a, we're gonna have to sit down and have a cold drink one night. Have a couple cold no. drinks, and I'm gonna no, freaking no. blow your mind with how no, much baseball's not. changed. No, no. no interest in that. No. Nope. How about how about both me and Tyler, be, man? We you, yeah. Me and CJ are gonna sit with you, and we're gonna strap you down bro and we're just gonna we're freaking just gonna, blow you away we're gonna bad bip and rbi is rbi I'll, him to death <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you what if you're gonna strap me down with some cold drinks i ain't get, retaining any of that you're gonna have to put some adderall in me <laughs> you're gonna be like a, <laughs> keep it up with that no i will say brother from the games we went to when we were younger it was fun times but Yes, like me and CJ were just talking about, the rules have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's not just – it's a lot of stuff. The players have changed a lot. Well, of course. And that goes across every sport. I mean, it, the Americans Football. are getting bigger, faster, stronger, and it's just – it's crazy. I know. Uh, the, the the American athlete is just – it's different, man. All sports, and in baseball especially, I was watching some of those guys, the little guys for the Rangers. I'm like, that's a big dude. I mean, that that's yeah. Corey Seager looks. Guy. Yeah, people consider Corey. Seager yeah, how big? How big guy. do you think Corey Seager is, Mac? Corey Seager, I would say, is probably a six four two fifteen. Damn, dude! Did you do a little bit of research or what? I did not. I'm just, I'm just going by the wayside. Six four two okay. fifteen. That's what. That's I'm about saying. exactly what he's at. He's about two two fifteen two twenty. He's six okay. four though. Well, yeah. I'm just the dude. The dude's got some. The dude's got muscle. I mean, the, you could. Tell he's he's a lot him. bigger than what you see on TV. He's a big, big dude. So if you like, like so, you see it from. You see it on TV, and they, they like when they're batting in their their ripped forearms and their, their Garcia, upper arms. Yeah. You can yeah, especially at Garcia. They have muscle. Oh yeah, he is like they, a- they, they. I mean, and that's why he's the MVP, man. He's he's probably not a young player, but he is taking care of his body. No, yeah. he's still he's, he's still, still young. young. He's, he's young. young. I mean, what do you consider young? He's late twenties. Twenties. I mean, he's in his twenties. Oh, is I he? mean. Yeah, and he's got he signed a ten year contract with the Rangers. I mean, he'll be a lifelong Ranger. I didn't and, realize that. I, well, you know, I don't know anything about Corey Seager. I just knew that he had won a championship with another team, so I figured he had been in the league in Arlington for twelve years. Yeah, he actually it won his first championship. Year. He played for the Dodgers, and his first championship was during the COVID era, and there was no fans allowed. And he won. That's right when the first year the stadium had just got built. And he won his first MVP and his first championship with the Dodgers at our stadium. And, and then the Rangers. Are- for us. <laughs> so was he, was that his rookie season or no, how many no, years? No, no. Not he he's already an established player, yeah. but he got a 10 year deal for what? 300 and how much million? 325, I believe. Yeah. 325 million. He's fairly young. I, I thought maybe he was in his mid thirties. Maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. He, yeah. He's yeah. good. He came in clutch for the Rangers. Yeah, Corey Seager ha- has another – I mean, this is honest. With Corey Seager keeping his body, like you mentioned, Mac, he has another good 10 to possibly 15 years I left. Said he doesn't waste effort on anything. He doesn't, man. He notice he doesn't swing his bat at the plate. He doesn't. And another he thing just, that he doesn't he do – on the plate, and he's ready to go. And he another thing he doesn't do, either. he does not take batting practice. Doesn't take batting practice. He doesn't. He refuses to take batting practice. He'll go into the cage underneath the um, underneath the stadium, and he'll hit a few balls off the tee. And he'll he'll if it feels good. He, I mean, I read an article about him. If if he has two good swings, he'll put the bat down. And he said he's ready to go. Did you now feel something's tea? off? Did you say off the tee? Yeah. That's my yeah, kind of guy right yeah. there. That's my kind <laughs> of guy right there. That's my kind of guy right there. There you go. Corey Seager got something in common. See, I told you, dude, I was a future Hall of Famer at one point. And he's a lefty too, Macker. 
He is. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. But hey, I, he's a southpaw. Hey, yeah, he, he, he can hits, hit the ball a lot better than I did. <laughs> I yeah, he can crush a freaking ball, dude. Yeah. That dude's freaking amazing. If it wasn't for Shohei Otani being in the American League, and Corey Seager would hands down be the MVP for the American yeah. League. If Shohei Otani was wasn't able to pitch, to a guy the other day was saying that Otani would had interest in the Rangers. This is yeah, number one preferred. Well, of course. I mean, they're the world champions. When they're going to have go. interest in everybody, and their name's going to be attached to everybody. Yeah, now that they I mean, won the no, World I Series, just was like, mm, I don't know, but yeah, that, that would be. He's going to sign an astronomical contract, even bigger than Seager's. So. He'll have the biggest contract, Macker. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to sign a 10 to 12 year deal for 500 to 600 million dollars. Hey, hey, if they want, if they put a T out there, I will sign that contract <laughs> and I'll play for the Rangers. Well, let me, me and CJ, next time we're at a game, we'll talk to Tony Beasley and see if he can have that set up. Tony yeah. Beasley is our third base coach, but we'll, and our hitting coach, we'll talk to him too to see if we can get you a little. Little at bats on the field, but prior to the and, game, and see and what Mac, they think. Mac will throw you five bucks in a beer and say, "Go for it." Hey, dude, I want I want guaranteed money like Jimbo Fisher. That way, after one or two games, they can can my <laughs> ass and I'm out go for the rest of my life. <laughs> you get a seventy-six million dollar buyout. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> hey, Jimbo Fisher did it right, dude. I know he it's did, called. But, he oh. can walk off. He can he can sell off on the sunset in his yacht, baby. Yep. He's done, yeah. but you know what? He'll get hey, picked up by another team, and he'll see still getting paid. Was not very smart about that contract, man. Oh no! Hey, CJ, I was looking up a thing the other day. You know how much he makes a day with this contract? Just take a wild guess. I heard, I heard something about this, but I didn't. I was working twenty thousand seven hundred dollars a day for the next yeah. seven years. Hey, I could live off that. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I okay. wouldn't know yep. what to do with that. If you walked up to me <laughs> today and said, "Hey, go spend this money," I'd be like. Uh, yep. Sleep on it. <laughs> you know, you can. You actually. Can. They're giving him nineteen point seven. He he has to get nineteen point seven right now before sixty days, and then for the next seven years after that, what it comes out to is twenty thousand, like six hundred and something dollars a day yeah. till twenty thirty one. I was like, leave it to the Aggies, man. It's I was a, like, wow. Hey, thank you, Texas Oil, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's oil money. That's, that's it. It is oil money. You're right. This is crazy. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Mac, Tyler, and to to listen to you guys tell stories from childhood and and to hear Mac talk about hey grabbing that interest and and, and watching wow. watching uh, the Astros and Rangers series as well as the World Series and see. Here's the thing. Here's what I want to point out by that. Okay. Uh, what the Rangers did. And we're able to do in the style of play and everything, everything that go, went into this World Series run brought folks that used to love to watch baseball back in like Mac. Yep. And that, that is alone uh, huge for the Rangers and huge for baseball right there. Because you got the pretty, I mean, most Texas people are from te- or fr- that are from Texas. They are Rangers fans over Astros fans. They really are. But most of the others, they're going to be fans of guys like the, Cardinals, Dodgers, uh, Yankees, old the Yankees, old school teams, Cubs, whatever the case may be. But it, but though to the fan that was like, I like baseball, but I just the Rangers aren't any good. Just like like Mac was brought that interest back, and now I'm sure Mac's going to watch a few more games during the regular season next year. He probably won't. <laughs> I will. I'll watch one. He probably won't, CJ. He probably won't, dude. Just to spite you. I'll tell He's you gonna what, wait again until they make the playoffs and be like, "Watch that one." No, he might watch a few more. I could see him watching a few more because it shocked the shit out of me that day. Whenever he was texting me, and like he was asking me, like, "Like we hit a home run." Like Garcia hit a home run. My brother just texted me. He's like, "Boom!" And I'm like, "Okay, this is fucking weird, bro." I was like, <laughs> "Like I am tripping out." I was like, "Dude." I've been sober for five years off the drugs, but I'm like, okay, dude, his phone got hacked. This is not my brother, man. <laughs> Ooh, I know, that. But it was fun to watch. It was it was yeah. a fairy tale ride. I mean, it was for it me. It was because I watched them in the dumpsters. I mean, it, it, it's just it's cool to see that come to fruition for you. Not just me, but guys like you that really watch that in and out. I mean, y'all are true fans of the game, of the Rangers, of the Rangers and the game. Mm -hmm. Me, not so much. I am just a fan of, like, the Rangers. So, I'm a – 
I'm what you would call that bandwagon fan. So when they're doing good, fair weather, bandwagon, I mean, whatever you want to call fair, it. Fair weather's probably I'm not gonna, better. I'm not going to hide that. But man, I'll tell you what, I was I was rooting them on as hard as you two guys were. I promise you All that. All right, I believe that. Hey, I'm going to finish with one more question for you, Mac. Um, I, or it's not really a question. I want you to tell a story real quick to CJ before we get off the air about the game we went to in the old, the first okay. stadium, the old Raider Stadium, stadium in Nolan Ryan when he was warming up. And tell CJ the story. I'll tell you what. So Nolan Ryan was out there getting ready for the game, doing his warm up pitches, and I don't know if I don't know if Pudge was there yet or not. I don't. He was. Was he there? He was, he was a young, young yeah, yeah, real young. Ryan's career. So this is um, like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. So he was warm up pitching, and Pudge, for whatever reason, missed a ball, and it hit the ump right in the nuts. So there was a. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his cup in or anything, a 15, dude. 20 minute delay in the game to start that game because he was on the ground. He thought Nolan because Ryan Pudge was the a, one catching, he didn't need to wear one. <laughs> I know. And Nolan Ryan had a cannon still at that age. Yes, he was he still hitting upper 90s, dude. <laughs> yes, he was. He still, he could still roll with, the, roll with those punches. But yeah, yeah I, I remember that like it was yesterday. Oh, was, that's great. That is great. Oh, good stuff. Well, Mac, we appreciate it. Tyler, thanks so much. Uh, this was a lot of fun. It's always fun to, especially in the off season. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna continue uh, getting folks on like like Mac that we know and just just BS because this has been a ride. And no, it's been I, a ride I, for everybody yeah. involved. Hey, hey, y'all's y'all's ride is not over with. I mean, oh I no, oh no, we're gonna with. be good for the next. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's a World Series every year, but man, y'all are gonna be y'all are gonna be something to deal with for a while. I mean, I'm yeah, as long as you have Corey it. Seager, as long as you have Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, and you got Josh Young, who's a rookie. I've got a lot of young dudes a lot that of young are good that came in clutch through that series too. And we got a lot of we've got one of the top Evan prospects in Carter. the minor league. I mean, our, 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 I mean, let's be honest, CJ. Well, we'll talk about that on the next episode or whatever. But Mac, I'm just gonna let you know our. Our organization is well set for many, tell, many, many years. Tell, I, mean, I can tell. I mean, I'm not a baseball guy, but I y'all y'all were y'all were clutch up and down the line. Well, yeah. and there's there's guys still coming. So oh, yeah, one of them we mentioned, a couple of them we mentioned tonight. But well, let's yeah, talk about. We, we I mean, can find a place for those guys. Wyatt yeah. Langford, you got Wyatt, Wyatt Langford. Langford I mean, thing. come on now, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, so. Most of those names, I don't know who they are, but y'all were saying, hey, where do we find a spot for these guys? I mean, well, there's going to be a spot for Wyatt Langford. Trust me. He was our fourth overall pick. We drafted him fourth overall last year. Young, that, hey, there's no room for him right now. To me, I Yeah, that's how good they are. That's a a good problem to have. It is. That's a real good problem to have whenever you, your organization is packed with all these prospects because you can always trade them away, which it sucks. But, it's a good problem to have if you have no position. There's no spots for these top prospects. Yep. Back back in back in uh, 2021, January 2021, when me and Ben started doing this again together, Ben had been doing it still, but I rejoined him, and we knew the Rangers were not going to be good. We knew it was right. really, really, really bad. But we were super excited because, to me, to be honest, to watch a team be built from the ground up, because I watch all the minor leagues, I watch, you know, I'm watching all these kids, and to watch that grow and grow and grow and grow to what we just got, it's that's that's fun. That is fun, right there. Exactly, and then you know, it's kind of the same way with the team we beat or that the Rangers beat in the uh, World Series. You know, they, they're yeah. in our backyard. They're fun. They're right here in Amarillo. Like, yeah. They're, they're, they just got organization of the year in double A. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, they got prospects coming up the pipe too. I mean, yep. so they're, those two organizations are doing something right. Well, you do realize, Macker, that the, the Sod Poodles, their organization is the Diamondbacks. So if the that's Diamondbacks would have won the World Series, they would have won the double A championship and the World Series. Well, I know, but that's the second time in existence that they've won the double A championship. So, I mean, they're, 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 doing, they're doing something right in their organization. That's a great point. Is, is, is to why they're where they're at. All right. They're doing well, it right. They're not doing it in free agency alone. No, they're I mean, not. You've got to get those guys, but the only one that they had your prospects was Evan yeah. Longoria, and he was not, a, he's not a big signing. 
Evan hey, Longoria's before we get off here, over. <laughs> I know CJ, we got to wrap it up real quick. My brother wanted to show something that he wants to give to all of us. Hey, I'm just telling you, you know, the, the holiday seasons are coming up and I want to wish y'all a happy holidays and, you know, Christmas is right around the corner and, you know, there's nothing more fitting than keeping Christ in Christmas. So I want to say these guys are magnetic bumper stickers. that says, keep Christ right. in Christmas. We want to keep everybody's eyes peeled on what Christmas is really all about. Amen. Amen. Appreciate Amen it. That. He's going to send them to me, uh, CJ, and then I'm going to, I'll give you yours and then I'm going to mail uh, Ben's out. Okay. Um, but uh, good. appreciate that, Mac. Yeah, no so, problem, man. Mac said uh, you get him some. Uh, one more thing, because we were talking about it off the air. Mac said you get him some dry rub for uh, some brisket from Walton's. Uh, he'll make all of y'all his homemade brisket, a whole brisket. I think I might have some in my in my uh, pantry. I might have some Walton's rub for you. If you got some Walton's rub, I will, I will make you guys some old good old Texas brisket with some. And he makes the best so brisket, and I'm not saying it because he's my brother. His brisket oh. is freaking off the chart, dude. With that, dude, I'm still hungry, so I've got lasagna to eat. So yeah, with yeah. that, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, ben, thank you, CJ. Ben got injured again. Uh, he was uh, shampooing his beard and slipped in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. No. Maintain it too long, huh? Ben, ben was adulting. <laughs> ben was adulting. <laughs> ben was adulting again. Ben was adulting again. Ben, we love you, man. We're just giving yeah. you shit. Uh, I know you had a to do adulting stuff, but uh, Max we'll see you on the next he, podcast. He wished. He hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was on last. It really was. <laughs> I, I enjoyed, and I hope I gave y'all some good insight on some baseball. You yeah, did it. Actually, Honestly, yeah, I mean, it was there fun. Was, there was, yeah, <laughs> expert, man. But no, it, it was fun. I mean, just, just getting your perspective from things yeah, in the 90s and all that kind of stuff, kind of going back through going back through a little baseball history with you, Mac. That was, that yeah. was neat. I mean, that's all right, well. I appreciate ahead, it, guys. Yep, you're welcome, bro. And I'll, I'll call you when we get off this podcast, and I'll talk to you a little bit more, okay, Megger? No, I'm going to no, let CJ I'm go. I'm, I was blowing up his phone earlier. I was like, we got to do the podcast tonight because I, I couldn't I'm like do pulling it. I'm the, pulling the lasagna out of the oven and my phone's going nuts. I'm like, what the? I, to all I know is, know. hey, James James Harden, that still owes me one, man. Yeah, Ben <laughs> owes you one. He, he he owes me one. So you tell James that, hey, I, I want to meet an NBA all-star. So <laughs> All right. There all right. Go. Hey, all you right. guys have a good night. I appreciate everything. You're welcome, brother. Thanks for joining us. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. We're dropping the deuces on this. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.